Good morning and welcome to Morning Coach Today. I am so glad you're with us. As you know, my name is J.B. Glossinger and this is the place to get some great energy and get this week off to a great start. And I'm excited you're with us. It's 8-23-2021, coming to the end of August, just flying this year. Episode number 4,336. Uh, and we got a great week planned for you. I'm super pumped about what we're going to be talking about And specifically today, to get the week started, we're going to talk about dealing with difficult people and really understanding how we deal with them. And not only difficult people, but opinionated people. Boy, tell me, is this not the error of opinion? Everybody wants to give you you their opinion. It's, It's crazy. I mean, it's just sometimes it gets so frustrating. And I want to get through how we can deal with that Uh, and still be that person that wins friends and influences people and just lives a great life. So let's get into it. Hey, welcome to the weekly show. Just a quick break in the show to let you know what's going on. If you've never listened before, welcome. Been doing this 15 years. Uh, We got a great community, a lot of awesome coaching um, membership ideas and thoughts over at the site. Right now we're closed with everything, but you can go over there and hit up morningcoach.com and put your name in. We've got some big launches coming up here soon. We've got people all over the world working together, making the world a better place, and uh, would love to meet you at some point. Like I said, we've been doing this a long time and got wonderful people, and our strength is in our people, in our membership, and our community. Uh, we will be opening up again soon. Uh, depending on when you're listening to, may be open. But right now we're closed uh, and wanted to just let you know that. But you can go sign up for our email list over at morningcoach.com. I'd love to have you. All right, let's get back to the show. Enjoy this one. It's a good one. So the idea is to really be that person that goes out and leads a life and does the best that we can to leave the world a little better place than when before we were here, right? I mean, that's really the objective. How can we leave this world a little better place than when we, you know, we before we were born? And one of those ways is to start to look at the way that you behave and become more self-aware of the things that you are doing. Um, one of the things that just drives me absolutely crazy right now is hypocrisy. And hypocrisy is the the thing that says, I'm going to tell you something, but behind you and what you don't know, I'm doing something else. And I'm being hypocritical. And I feel that in today's world, we are living in a very hypocritical society, right? And I want to elevate above that. But how do we do that? How do we deal with people that are so damn opinionated? right? That they they just are so stuck in their ways that they have no ability to critically think. They're so, they have so much cognitive dissonance. Like the issue we have in the world is social media nowadays can be such a great thing, but it can be such an evil because of the cognitive dissonance. And what I mean is the algorithm that is sending and feeding the cognitive dissonance. So if you just keep hearing the same thing over and over again, it really becomes your belief. And what's scary about all of this, when we talk about dealing with these people that really just have this cognitive dissonance, is they are creating that reality that they're putting out into the world. And I really feel that that's why we there's a lot of negativity in the world. is because we are in this state of mental manifestation based on cognitive dissonance and algorithms. 
right? And it's it's challenging. It's challenging to be able to help somebody out of that hypocrisy. And maybe we don't want to help them, right? But we've got to be able to be around people that are going to help us move forward and soar like an eagle and not run around like a turkey. And I get it. We all have individual beliefs. Each one of us have different beliefs by our, by our different upbringing. Look, if I was born in Uganda, my upbringing and the way that I believe would be totally different than being born in Indiana to 30,000 you know, people, uh, a farm community, grew up really not knowing anybody outside of my area into the migrant farm workers like George, one of my good friends, would come up and work in the summers and then go back to Mexico. You know, I was very sheltered in kind of my upbringing into a really a group of Polish and German farmers. They didn't know much more. That came over in the early 1900s to a small community, right? So you're only, your belief system is built up based on your education and where you're from. And like I said, if I was from Uganda, my life and the beliefs and everything would be totally different. So we've got to have an open mind when we're dealing with other people. But it's really challenging for some people. Like it's, it's I get it, you know, the kind of the entitlement mentality is the word that I guess I would throw around of people that have just have been given so much, but yet appreciate nothing. And it's hard for me because I, I, I find hypocrisy a very difficult thing for me to deal with because I try always to keep an open mind. Even though I'm very opinionated, I will give you my opinion. I, I believe that I'm right in many of my opinions. And so if somebody wants to have a conversation with me and challenge my thought process, I'm always great with that. But when you're going to challenge me, you better out-research me. You better bring facts and figures because that's what I do. You know, I'm going to research and I'm trying to understand to back my opinion. Not to ever fight with anybody, but so that I'm not a hypocrite, right? So I can stand by my beliefs. Have I been wrong? Yes. Many times, as all of us have been. But the show today really is about dealing with those people that just have so much cognitive dissonance you know, never turn off the news, get the same algorithm pounding in their head, and they just jump up and down on specific issues that really aren't helping them. How do you deal with those opinionated people? Well, the first thing is you can listen, okay? And and we've talked about this a lot on the show because it's such a special skill to really listen and understand where somebody's coming from. I'm one of the things that I've done over my career is really work on this. And so when I get in the real world, not with not without not with you, like we're in our world. When we get together in October at the event and I'm around morning coach people, it's it's a totally different world. Or get it done now people, it's a totally different world, right? But when I'm around real people and I go to my board meeting, I listen to people. And I got to tell you a lot of the people, the things and the opinions they have, they're just looking for validation. It's like a lot of times I'm like, gosh, you just need a hug. Just admit that you've got an issue here and there, and then you'd be so much better, but you're striving so hard for validation that you can just see right through it. And that's what listening does. You can start to understand why somebody's coming at you with some specific opinion, because it's something that is they're dealing with within, the, within their own belief system, in the way they were raised, right? So listening is the first skill that we need to continue to enhance day in and day out. Because it's going to allow us to understand what the person is trying to say. 
And instead of us fighting or rebuffing it because we know they're being hypocritical or that we know they're just giving you an opinion that is unsubstantiated, right? We listen, we hear them out. And then what I always try to do is meet in the middle, like find some common ground. I've told you before in, in older coach casts how when I grew up, I wanted to be an archaeologist. And my grandma sent me to see an archaeologist at our local library from Northwestern University. It was great. I was the youngest person there. I was like 12 or 13 years old, and everybody else was, I think, over 60, right? There was nobody young there. And so afterwards, he stayed around with me, and he said, JB, the thing you have to do to become a great archaeologist is to learn everything you can about everything. And I was like, well, why would you do that? I just want to be Indiana Jones. I want to go discover treasure. I want to go discover Atlantis. That's what I wanted to do as a child, right? He said, no, you don't understand. He said, the key to becoming an archaeologist is about funding. It's about getting money so that you can go to your digs and so that you can go with the university and represent them. And I never thought of that. I was like, what do you mean funding? Well, I'm a 12-year-old kid. You know, at that point, I don't understand the real world about finances. But he said, learn everything you can about everything. And because when you learn little snippets of different things, you learn the language of what those things are. So, for example, now, that would be like golf, like a birdie, a bogey, right? A double bogey, an albatross. What do those things mean to a golfer? Mean totally different to a nature biologist, right? A birdie means a bird, right? Doesn't mean a score one under par. An eagle is a bird, an aguilar in Spanish. That's a big, beautiful, majestic bird, right? That's not a two under par in golf. But once you learn the language, it gives you the ability to find common ground, and that's really what we're talking about here. If we look at the political spectrum of far right to far left, even with those very diametrically opposed things, typically I can find some common ground and on each side. And that common ground gives us a starting point to at least figure out what the person is trying to do. Why are they so opinionated? Why are they so defensive? Why are they so hypocritical? And you know they're being hypocritical, right? So finding middle ground is a great starting point with anybody, even your boss, your, your employees. If you can find middle ground with anybody, you can build a relationship, and that's what's critical. But if you can't find middle ground, and it's somebody that's just driving you absolutely crazy, right, and you just see right through them, then you got to decide, do you want to have that relationship with that person? Do you want to? So there are times... When we have to have a relationship with that person, it's a family member, right? It's a family member. They're so opinionated. And as the people get older, obviously, they get locked in then into their thinking. They get set in their ways. They get stuck in a rut. And literally, they do. They're narrow pathways fused, and they think a particular way, and it makes it more difficult. So if you have a family, or if you have a boss, or if you have an investor, or you have an employee, then what you've got to do is you've got to be more aware of your communication. So what do we do? Well, number one, you have to be selective of what you tell them. Look, I don't wanna argue. I don't wanna argue with anybody. The thing you gotta understand about most opinionated people that are hypocritical, they aren't gonna change the way they're thinking. No matter what you say, they aren't gonna change the way they're thinking. They honestly don't care what you think. I know that's hard for a lot of us, right? It's like, I, you know, you, you would think they would care because they're talking to you. No, they just want to give you their opinion, right? Especially those people that are so opinionated and defensive. The reason they're hypocritical is because they're pushing on 
they're mirroring, right? They're pushing off the stuff in the background to try to be defensive. So be selective what you tell them. Don't fight. There is no reason to fight. It's like pushing religion on somebody. You know, if you push religion on a teenager, you know what's going to happen. They're going to push back. But if you allow them to make their own decisions, that's really the key thing. So be very selective of, of, of what you tell them. You've got to maintain your self-worth. This is the second thing. And be confident. So you don't want to give in. You just don't want to give in to somebody that's opinionated and hypocritical and being difficult. You want to maintain your self-worth. And this is a lot of times where I'm aloof. So a lot of people, like it's funny, a lot of people that, and again, let me go into the real world where I'm on the board with the country club. A lot of people, I don't, I don't say much. I hardly say anything at all in the meetings or anything else. And I'm very aloof. But when I, I need to say something, I say it and I give my opinion and people listen to me. Why? Because I understand, you know, walk softly and carry a big stick. I don't speak a lot. I listen. But when I'm ready, I bring the hammer. And I and believe me, do I bring a hammer. So maintain your self-worth, but be confident. And that's the other part of this, is if you understand real communication, you, those people that are hypocritical, those people that are very opinionated, they burn everybody out around them. So you just kind of, you know, bide your time. You don't have to argue. Don't get in a fight. You don't give them even the satisfaction of arguing or responding. The more aloof you are, the more confident you are, the more a leader you are, okay? Another thing you can do is just say thank you for their opinion and move on. Again, if it's something that bothers you, right, and something that's like, ah, can't believe they're saying that. It's like just say, your, say thanks and move on. Don't, like I said, don't even waste your time. I believe that I'm a critical thinker and I am an open thinker. But again, if you're just going to be somebody that brings emotion and anger to me when you're trying to change my viewpoint on something, and again, I'm very opinionated. I will tell you my opinion. And you're going to come to me with anger and frustration that I'm not going to listen to you. I'll say, thank you. That's a great opinion. Have a great day. And again, that typically drives those people nuts because what they're looking for is validation. And so if you don't give them validation through argument or you don't give them validation through agreement, they get frustrated. But that's okay. That's okay. Because what you got to do is you got to keep setting communication boundaries and conversation boundaries. Life is a lot about boundaries. Many of us get stepped on because we don't have good boundaries. You know, I am learning more and more in my life to have better boundaries and I'm doing a better job at it. I still believe that everybody's good. I still believe that everybody's got, you know, a critical thinker. I still believe in people as much as I'm let down day in, day out. I still believe that there's good in everyone. But you got to set those boundaries. Hey, look, this is not what we're going to talk about, especially in your real close relationships, like with your significant other and your family. Why are we going to go there? Especially when you're two different people, like if one's a conservative and one's a liberal and you're dealing with that inside your framework of your, your you know, personal relationship dynamic, then set some conversational boundaries. It's not worth it. It's not worth the argument. Half the arguments that happen are not even worth the time of day, right? And finally... Um, this is a big one for me. It's really changed my life. And that is, are they worth the stress? I mean, really, think about it. Somebody that's, you know, very hypocritical and very opinionated. Like when I was at the board uh, meeting, a, you know, a couple years ago when we were buying the club, a year and a half ago. And I'm sitting on there getting ready to make a point. Somebody asked me, a lady stood up and goes, we don't need a motivational speaker. Right? That's literally what she said. She's like this angry, violent, 
I don't know, just hasn't been a happy person. We don't need a motivational speaker. And I had to get, I had to, I had to, it tested every ounce of my philosophy. Let me just tell you that. I was so frustrated. It's like, what, who is this person? But what I did is I just sat back, said, hey, thank you. Sat back down, you know, did my thing, sat back down, and then just uh, released her from my life. I don't, she doesn't even exist. I see her at the club or whatever, and I'm talking. I just talk to my friends. I just walk right by. I don't even care. It's like she's just, it doesn't even exist as a human being anymore because I just don't need that stress in my life. I don't need those type of people in my life. So there's a lot of people that I've just let go. And that's typically what I do. I just let go and move on to the people that I want to be around. You know, there's an old song in the 70s that said, love the one you're with. And that's really what we're talking about today. So recognize that there are ways to deal with hypocritical, opinionated, difficult people. And these are some of the ones you can. Be selective what you tell them. You know, maintain your self-worth. Be confident. Say thank you. Get their opinion and move on. Make sure you have conversational boundaries with those that are really close to you. And then recognize if they're even worth it. And if not, let them go. And let's do a better job ourselves of not being that closed-minded, opinionated person. Right? You can have an opinion. Totally cool with it. But if somebody comes back at you, make sure they bring critical ideas and you can critically think about it. And that's what we've got to do anyways, right? Become the critical thinker. That's what a leader does. Find some common ground with everybody that you can and let those people go that are just causing stress because it's not needed. There's billions of people in the world. Believe me, there's plenty of people out there. So let's focus on the positive ones and let's build them up and let's be there for the negative ones and help them as much as we can. But be a leader so they look at you and go, wow, that's how I need to be. And that's how you really make the change. Okay? So lots of love to you. Let's go off and start the week off with some great energy. It's going to be a great week. I'm telling you, it's going to be a good one. So get out there. Have a great one. I love you. I do. I do. And thank you for being a part of this. And I'll be back tomorrow right here as we get back into our book, Alchemy, The Power of Magic. (laughs) Go do it, do it. And I'll see you tomorrow morning.